Hi everyone, welcome to another issue of the Ship It Show. I'm here with Alex Warholm from Validated, star of a previous issue of uh, Shark Tank. Maybe uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be talking about how you took an application that was on, uh, I think, Heroku's full chain Initially, and within yeah. a very short period of time got it into a fully continuous integration, continuous delivery, uh, AWS-based environment. Mm -hmm. Five weeks? Uh, five weeks, yeah. Five like, weeks. They called us, they said, like, you have five weeks until your air date, good luck. Make sure it doesn't crumble. <laughs> so we'll talk a little bit about that. Talk a little bit about uh, some of the challenges and how you thought about that and, and overcame them. But why don't you start off with just what, what is validated? Who are you? What do you do? Welcome to the show. Definitely. Thank you. So what is validated? Uh, we make it possible for brick and mortar stores to pay for your transportation. So you can see it as kind of like an e-commerce uh, conditional shipping, like spend at least X to get Y. But we tied it into transportation options as a reward. So you go to your favorite uh, retail store, Spend 50 bucks, you get five back into our uh, application, our platform. Go to your favorite bar, have a drink there, and suddenly have another $5. And now the 10 that you accumulated, you can push into, let's say, a lift credit, public transportation, or use for parking. So Amazing. it's a direct, thank you. It's so like a direct get, loyalty system. <laughs> <laughs> so I get free transportation the more for consumption. Yeah, exactly. Can I get it on the way there or just uh, there? So right now it's basically mid cycle. So once you're, uh, once you arrive there and spend some money, but it's yours to keep. So it's not it expires within a day, okay. it's your balance. So next time if you get too much and you can get over-validated, uh, you can use it the next day to go to the shop or go to work or do whatever you want to do. And it's validated.co? Exactly, validated.co. Yeah. Amazing. So uh, you have this amazing story, which is you know you were ahead in application, you were uh, early on in the development, and then you got a call from Shark Tank. And tell us a little bit about that. So we were going through the Techstar Seattle 2016 program when Shark Tank reached out and said, like, hey, what you're doing is interesting. You know, the transportation aspect is really like something we want to like highlight. Would you be willing to go on Shark Tank? And we're like, yeah, yeah, free publicity. Sure. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. And then a couple of months later, we actually did the shooting. Uh, and then they tell you, well, you might get aired or not. You have about like a time frame of like September this year until like June next year. Uh, we'll let you know when right. the time comes. And the time didn't come for some time. And the next year in March, we get a call and it says, uh, congratulations, you're going to get aired. This is your air date. You have five weeks. Uh, <laughs> make the best out of it. And I'm like, OK, thank so you. Was that the proverbial <laughs> oh shit moment? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh, 100%. <laughs> it's like, I'm like the CTO and the sole developer and the sole proprietor of my infrastructure. So I'm kind of like, so this is going to be interesting. Like, <laughs> how are we going to scale something that's like an early stage startup that completely changed within pretty much eight months since we aired and make it scalable to withstand the waves of people that are going to come in? And how much traffic was it getting before? Uh, we, had, we, had like, we had like a couple hundred users that come in every day. And then it was like, well, on this, on this day, you have like, you know, East Coast time, West Coast time, like Central, you have those waves coming in and there's going to be a lot. So better make sure your website works, uh, uh, which was also initially hosted just as a simple web page. Your backend works and also all your apps work. And then for us, since we are like a, a marketplace, a platform for merchants and users, make sure that it's properly communicated that merchants can sign up. So it was like a lot of like development and fine tuning we had to do while actually scaling up the infrastructure and deploying it and creating it and testing it. So most people, most you know, sane people, uh, and I've known you for a little bit now and I understand that you're a little bit to the right side of sane. Just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Would have said, we will, what we'll do is we'll take the application we have, we'll stop development Everything, yeah. and we'll, we'll just 
focus on trying to cash the hell out of every layer of this. Exactly. You decided, nope, we're gonna we're gonna can Heroku, yep. we're gonna kin continue product development, yep. and we're gonna go to an entirely new platform, yep. AWS, and we're gonna adopt CI and CD, and exactly. that's how we're yeah. gonna solve that challenge. Yeah, because it's like you know, as we all know, Heroku <laughs> is great. It's really convenient, but it costs a lot of money, and yeah. also the performance is definitely like less. Or it was at the time less than something I can like deploy on AWS. So going through accelerators, we have AWS credits. So Sure, let's just move everything over quickly. Uh, and then while moving it over, let's make sure that like all the finer points that we neglected over like the, the months were not that difficult, like not that important at the time to have everything perfectly working, but now capture as much of the pie as possible. So um, yeah, so the whole kind of like Odyssey began with like not knowing. With five weeks, you were like. Five weeks, yeah. <laughs> and we had, at that time, we still had like an iOS app and an Android app. So it's not only do you have to update the infrastructure, the backend, but also update the, uh, the mobile applications and make sure everything works there as well. And Apple has the, of course, the notorious yeah, approval exactly. cycle. Yeah. So what, what, and during that time, um, what was the kind of the, the balance on, uh, you know, resources dedicated to infrastructure and DevOps and CICD and then resources dedicated to product development? And, and how did you think about that balance? So, uh, so initially, it's like I looked at, well, we have five weeks. So I like what's realistic to move the infrastructure over? And I did some research, and I found miraculously a tool. Um, it's called Convox, which kind of like from the initial get-go, I saw like, well, that should enable me to migrate everything over within like a week and a half to two if everything goes well and I don't sleep. And then we had a product roadmap uh, set for the next couple of months. So just looking at that and say like, where are we right, right now? What are really like the rough spots? Let's just like, just make sure all those rough spots are gone. And then we had to make sure, since we never really stress tested it under those circumstances, I need like another week at the end when everything is done that I can actually find hopefully a tool that will enable me to replicate a real uh, stress test, like scenario like Shark Tank. And so that was the initial breakdown. I was like, okay, two weeks here, then probably like another two weeks or so for product development and then one week for uh, testing. That's very compressed. Like. That's really compressed, yeah. <laughs> so how is, that, how is that experience informed how you think about shipping now? I mean, it must, it, it, it must have changed how you evaluate whether something is good enough to ship yeah. and how you optimize post-launch. Post how, how do you think about that now? No, definitely. So as an engineer and all engineers, we always want to ship kind of like the perfect product. It's always, you know, too early because we, like when you work so close with a project or like a product and code, yeah. you just see everything that's wrong with it. You don't see what's actually good with it. And there has to come a point where you really take a step back and be honest, like, well, this is good enough. There are certain points we need to make sure it, it looks better, but it will work okay. And that's the point where you have to push it out because Anything that comes afterwards, if really bugs come up, if re like, I mean, don't ship code that breaks, but ship code that works, that's good enough. If the infrastructure is not 100% optimized, that's fine. The real world learnings will inform how we'll optimize the infrastructure in the long run. And uh, it is a balance that you learn, I think, when you're going through like early stage startups, because you just don't have any resources. I don't have a DevOps guy. I don't have like five developers that will work on like two work on apps and one on the back end and one on the front end, uh, we have mock-ups and then we see what the customers tell us and then how we can like inform scale it. 
So what do you, this must have become a metaphor for your product decisions now. I imagine you sitting here and when you're making product decisions with the current product, your brain thinks back to the Shark Tank moment. How, how, do, how has it influenced your decision making process today for how you prioritize products? Definitely product, like, uh, features. Yeah, it's like they're like, I, like we as a team now, we really try to cut out like too many assumptions. Like that's the death of everything is like assuming in what direction it will like in the long run, assuming what direction it will go, but really listening to customers and listening to our own gut instinct and say, well, let's just take everything we have and break it down like the really MVP, not just like the, <laughs> the really essence of MVP and just kind of like build that forward. doesn't matter how complex the product or how big the product becomes. Let's just really concentrate on the next small incremental step. Uh, and that's why just like taking a step back and looking at what we've created so far is more difficult, you know, like the longer you work with it because your nose is just so close to the grindstone. So if you, if, uh, just in closing, if you, if one of our viewers are in a similar situation, what, what would be your advice to them as to how they should think? You know, obviously don't panic, but. <laughs> yeah, don't panic. That's always a good thing. Uh, I mean, number one advice is always just like, if you think you have a problem and you're alone with it, you're probably not like. All of us have to solve 90% similar issues. Uh, we were lucky because I didn't know how to, uh, as well, like migrate my whole infrastructure. And uh, Convox that I mentioned prior was literally a continuation of Heroku uh, to a private cloud, your own private cloud. So we could migrate that within a week, like simple configuration changes could migrate in a week. And just uh, not build everything from scratch yourself. Like go out and look for the tools that um, uh, that will help. And we actually wrote a blog post about like how we stress test our in infrastructure as well. It's it's on valid.co. Uh, yeah, and, and focus on the good enough, right? Like when yeah. like when how you evaluate when good is good enough. I think that was it. I think it's it's like when you come to a standstill with your like uh, like a show off with your product manager or like your, uh, like your product designer, then you know you probably that's when it's good enough. <laughs> when, you, <laughs> when you like roll dice and say like, okay, I'll give you one more feature, but yeah, something else has to give. And it's, it's, it's kind of like the back and forth where you trust your team as well. And uh, once you work enough with a team, then you definitely know like, okay, so we're there. Like I know the tendency is to go a little bit further, but if we pull back now, then we're exactly where we have to be. Amazing. Well, thank you very much yeah. for coming on the show. It's thank been you for having, having me. Having you. Definitely. Thank you.